the That's Enough Out of You podcast. I'm your host, Bill Rader, and joining me as always is my co-host, Sean Kane. Sean, how you doing? What's up, Billy? How's it going, pal? I'm doing pretty good. We're uh, we're kind of in a uh, an in-between right now in my house, in-between sports, so and we, we don't, we're not as crazy anymore, but uh, we're, we're finding some some shows to watch we we started watching that uh that show on hbo by the time this this post it'll be over but uh that it's called the last of us and uh we watched the first couple episodes it's uh, pretty good it's it's based on a video game actually really no i haven't even heard of this one billy i never heard of it either until um a few months ago you know who's in it is that uh, that pedro pascal okay he was in Narcos, and right. uh, he's the he's the Mandalorian. Okay, right. So he's he's the star of it, and then uh, he was also in Game of Thrones for one season. And then the other stars is this young girl. Uh, her name is uh, Bella Ramsey. She was also in Game of Thrones. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, worth worth checking out if you know if you like those kind of shows, like uh, The Walking Dead, that that kind of show. That's that's kind of what it's like so far. But uh, yeah. Pretty good doing uh just trying to try to do things to relax a little bit, hopefully, in between, like I said, in between sports. But um I hear you, buddy. I just got back from baseball camp, so yeah, ready revving up for baseball season, buddy. It's always always something, Sean. There's never any there's rarely downtime. Let, let, nah. Let's put it that way. We got uh, my 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 daughter uh who's in high school, her her track season uh, starting up. Uh, real soon so we'll be we'll be doing that every day so good to keep busy buddy oh see it keeps keeps you young right keeps you young like a kid again pal (laughs) hopefully all right let's get started with the uh the topic today what do we got sean bill we got a good one uh we do so much negative stuff on this show you know we're going to talk about some positive tonight we're going to do jfk and the space program and uh the moon landing and we're, it's going to be, you know, mostly a positive show, Bill, because most of our shows, you know, we, we get so negative sometimes, you know, because of the information we're, we're yeah. putting out there. But this is something that's got to be talked about. And, and you know, it's an important uh, discussion and it's not talked about enough, Bill, but uh, let's get into it, buddy. All right, let's do it. All right. So July 20th, 1969, space flight that first landed humans on the moon, Billy. Okay, the Apollo 11 launched by the Saturn V rocket at the Kennedy Space Center in um, Florida. And Neil Armstrong became the first person to walk on the moon. And now, Bill, we're not going to get into the conspiracy theorists about uh, the moon landing was fake because, listen, buddy, we get, you know, we talked about conspiracies. Take it to the extreme. Everything is not a conspiracy. Sometimes it is. But the moon landing was not fake, Bill. I think NASA did a great job explaining the things like the flag and the shadows. And if anybody wants to look into that, you know, it's all over YouTube. And um, I just, I don't even want it. Like there's no, there's nothing down that road for us to, to even discuss and, and stuff like the, the flat earth society, you know, with, with members all over the globe. Like, I don't even want to talk about that stuff. You know what I mean? Like you can't talk to the people, but. Uh, we're just going to stick to the facts, buddy. All right. And um, JFK, early in his presidency in 61, he said to Congress, Bill, he said, we're going to put up 
a man on the moon by the end of the decade. And when he said that, NASA was like, yikes. Like, we don't have the technology even close to do that. Yeah. And even his old man, old man Kennedy, he said, you know, I knew Jack was, was I, I knew that Jack was going to do something reckless. And that's what he did. And, and old man was like, what are you talking about, Jack? Like, why would you say that? But JFK was thinking big, Bill. And he put a ton of money into the space program, into technology, into education. And he gave that great speech at Rice University. Mm-hmm. Where he gave, where he said, you know, we choose to go to the moon not because it's easy, but because, because it's hard. hard. Right? Yeah. You know, and and JFK promoted science education, Bill, and he in the STEM programs, which Nate the Great is in, you know, at school, um, mm-hmm. uh, advanced education for for kids that are a little bit more advanced. Yep. And in the history of exploration, and I think Bill beating the Soviet Union in something other than war was important to Kennedy, you know? And it's just amazing that he predicted that we would go to the moon by the end of the decade when the technology wasn't there, wasn't even close. Right. But he had that vision and he was he was thinking long term. And I also, you know, I think he believed, Bill, in the in the nuclear age. How do I say this? Um, you know, the with the nuclear war age that, you know, conventional war like isn't possible anymore and that any type of war is going to lead to a nuclear war. And we talk about this on the podcast all the time, Bill. He, JFK was a peace president. Right. And he didn't want war at all. And he knew that anything that's going to lead to nuclear war can't be an option. You know, so the other thing is, Bill. Well, he wanted, he wanted, Sean, he wanted to focus that energy and that, I guess, that, that money to right. doing something positive, doing right? Something positive. He, I guess his his thinking was, if we start doing this, the Soviets will start doing it, right? And they won't. Instead of building nuclear weapons is to to kill us, maybe they'll focus their energy on trying to trying to build a a, a ship, you know, a space exactly. And, and right. Bill, you know. Uh, it, it, to him, it was for the better of humanity. It wasn't really just right. about, you know, U.S. and Soviet Union or even like Democrats and Republicans. This was about all humanity. Like, we got to do this for humanity. Yeah. You know, and, and one of the things about the Kennedys, like they were all so competitive. And the old man would say, you know, second place is not good for a Kennedy. And there was a story, Bill, where JFK was playing chess with RFK and JFK was about to lose. Something I know because Nate the Great's been tearing me up in chess, but <laughs> but JFK um, RFK was just about to checkmate him. He, you know, he had him, and JFK tips the table over Bill, knocks all the pieces on the floor, and then he says to his brother, he says, "Well, I guess we're never going to know who would have won that one." And mm-hmm. that's just the way they were; like they were so competitive, Bill. Yeah, and you know, this was a way to win, um, like a geopolitical situation without the risk of war. And he actually did, though, entertain the possibility of going to the moon with the Soviets, Bill. You know, they did talk about that. And Khrushchev's kid mentioned that in um, a book that he wrote. And he said that his dad said that he didn't really want to do that because America would know what they didn't have. Because, you know, how the the Russians always said they had a lot more than they actually did. Right. And we would have found that out. So. Um, but he did try to do that, you know, and, and he did try to, um, 
you know, this was for the betterment of humanity. And he really put a lot of effort into education, technology, and into the space program. And if you think about it, Sean, I mean, today, you know, we've sent we've sent spacecraft to Mars. Like we for us, the moon is almost like, yeah, you know, that's it's like passe. Like we've been there, done that. But right. at that time, we couldn't even right. imagine. I mean, people couldn't even imagine getting couldn't a, imagine. a vehicle to to leave our orbit and to, you know, to get to the moon. I mean, that was just inconceivable almost. It really was. You know, it really was. And, and he just had such vision for it, Bill. And then um, so then Alan Shepard, Bill, May 5th, 1961, he was the first American to travel into space. And once he comes back, Bill, I think then JFK is all gung-ho because JFK was so afraid of, of dead astronauts. You know, he, he, he was a military man, mm-hmm. and um, he has so much respect for what astronauts do and the training they have to go through. And John Glenn would become a real good friend of, of the Kennedys, Bill. And also, J, you know, JFK was a Navy man, so he loved exploring the ocean, and he would call space, you know, the new ocean. And one of the things he did, Bill, uh, you know, like a lot of the great schools are up in his state up there in Massachusetts, like MIT and Harvard, where he right. went. Yeah. And a lot of the technology and stuff was there. But he didn't want to put the a lot of the space money into his own state for something that, remember, a lot of people were against. Because like you said, they didn't think we could do it. You know, it was unimaginable. So he didn't want to put you know, a lot of the space uh, programs in, in the Massachusetts because politically it wouldn't look good for him. So what happens is JFK and, and LBJ start investing in NASA and space operations in the South, okay? And that's the one thing that JFK and LBJ agreed on was the space program. And they both, you know, supported NASA going all the way back to the 50s, Bill. And what they do is they set up uh, – NASA stations and satellite stations out through the South in, in Oklahoma, Texas, Louisiana, Florida. It was huge there, Bill. And right. the thing is, I think there was a political aspect to doing that because we talked about this. JFK struggled in the South. As popular as he was, he wasn't popular in the Southern states because of two reasons. Number one, civil rights. And number two, because he was a Catholic. And I think this was a way, you know, that that he felt could help him in 64 because his plan was was to say, like, hey, you know, to, to the Democrat, uh, Southern Democrats that were against him, he could say, I'm giving you all this money, creating all these jobs, creating this tech corridor in the South, in your area, in your states. How about changing your stance on civil rights, you know, or how about at least being a little less vocal on it? Mm-hmm. You know, so I think there was that political aspect to the whole thing, too, Billy. You know, I, I'm sure I'm sure that that was a factor, Sean. I also I wouldn't doubt if it was also the something as simple as the weather. Right. I mean, well, if sure. That factors in. You know, yeah. I mean, they're looking to to launch spacecraft. They, they want to make sure that most of the time they're going to have decent weather, clear skies and. You know, you're not going to have that in Massachusetts all the time. <laughs> I know that, buddy, <laughs> especially in the winter months. Right. Um, yeah. So the next thing, Bill, the only this is probably the only negative part of this this whole discussion tonight. Yeah. 
way to discuss the space program without discussing Warner Von Braun. Okay. Yep. And and I'm not going to spin it, Bill. I'm not going to try to spin it. Warner Von Braun was a Nazi scientist. Yep. And he was brought over under Operation Paperclip by our old nemesis, Alan Dulles, you know, our, our resident bad guy every episode. Right. He brought Warner Von Braun and he brought over a lot of these Nazi scientists, put them in the space program, put them in the intelligence. And Warner Von Braun built, built the Saturn uh, um, Apollo rocket, the Saturn V uh, rockets that took us to the moon. There's no way, like, there's no way to say, like, you have to say that I don't think we would have got there without Warner Von Braun. Oh, I agree. I agree. And and that's a really, you know, it's, there's no way to spin it because he is a Nazi scientist. Right. And he comes over and he, he becomes friends with Walt Disney. And he goes on like Disney shows where he's teaching space to kids. And he was a Hitler scientist, you know, and he would work for NASA. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not a pleasant thing to think about. I'm Jewish, obviously. I, uh, and, you know, and I don't, not that anybody has any, hopefully any of our listeners have any love for, for Nazis, but. Right. You know, that's just a part of what had to go into this space program to make it work. And, and, and you know, Bill, and I'm not I'm definitely not sticking up for for Warner Von Braun. But I think, you know, I think as far as the whole Nazi buy in, like, I don't know if he was really a, a hardcore believer in the Nazi way, but he was a fanatic about space. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's where his his real mindset was, you know, and. and but he did commit war crimes, Bill, because he he created the V-2 rockets during World War II that hammered Great Britain. I mean, there's no way to describe it. They hammered Great Britain. And, you know, Dulles brought him over here from 1945 to 1950. And then he ends up working at uh, White Sands, New Mexico, where Uncle Jack was actually stationed for a while. And that's near uh, Roswell, uh, New Mexico, Bill, where, you know, the, the alleged UFO crash happened. In the 40s. Yeah. Area and, 51 or whatever it is. Right. Right. Yep. And and the thing is, um, Henry Luce, who we talked about a lot on the show, um, he owned Time Life magazine. And he had JFK in the 50s now. JFK is a young senator. And he brought him on with Warner Von Braun. And they were together to be judges for the Time person of the year. And Warner Von Braun would later say, about JFK to say that guy's going to be president uh, because he was so impressed by JFK's intelligence. Wow. And JFK, this had to be the most difficult conversation for, for Kennedy bill. JFK talked to Warner Von Braun about his own brother, Joe, Joe Kennedy, who was killed in, and he was, uh, he was a, a combat pilot who was killed during the war. And right. he was old man. Kennedy's pick to be president before JFK. Right. Yeah. He was killed, Bill, and um, he was killed trying to take out the missiles in underground caves in France called the Operation Aphrodite, okay? And those missiles were created by Warner Von Braun. So Joe Kennedy was killed by missiles created by Von Braun. So imagine the difficulty of that conversation, Bill. Yeah. Because um, when Joe was killed, they blew the missiles up, and they weren't able to get out of the blast radius, Bill. And, you know, the explosion that killed him, you know, nothing was found. I mean, just 
completely annihilated, wow. you know, and, and that had to be such a difficult conversation. But again, Kennedy understood, you know, I, I, Warner Von Braun is probably our best bet to get into space. Yeah. You know, so that's just an interesting thing. And then, then when JFK gets into office, he hires James Webb to take over NASA. Now, Webb Bill was, was skeptical right from the beginning. Um, he was skeptical about Warner Von Braun. He didn't think we had the technology to get to the moon. And he felt that, you know, we should put our, our interest and our investment money into satellites and building the best satellites to put up there. He didn't think it was possible um, to, to get uh, humans up there. And, and I read a lot of the transcripts, Bill, from between JFK and, and Webb. And it's really interesting because Webb is a really smart guy obviously very intelligent and he comes off very condescending in these these and almost like almost disrespectful bill to, to kennedy but there in jfk was very good at that where like with lyndon johnson lyndon johnson would it was his way or the highway he didn't want to hear what anybody else said but kennedy also he wanted to hear you know what his his other experts that he hired has to say even if he was on the other side of the argument he yeah. would like to give them a voice you know, so the back and forth between Kennedy and Webb was just amazing to read through and, and to hear how, you know, Webb was just so skeptical. But right. JFK totally disagreed, Bill. And he said, we need to focus. We need to build up the space program. We need to put money into this. And we're going to do this by the end of the decade. Well, and I think, Sean, something we, we probably should mention is it's not just getting a, a man to, sp- to to the moon. It's also he gets back. And I, that was also, that was part of that speech when he, the speech he gave to Congress and what was it? 61 where he said, right. so, because, you know, it, it, I mean, can you imagine something happening where, you know, we, we put these men on the moon and then we just, we lose them or, you know, they die or something. I mean, that essentially ends the space program right there. It does. And Kennedy was really worried about that. He, right. he mentioned that, you know? Yeah. He was worried about that, but, um, you know, we ended up doing it and we ended up, you know, and he didn't, he didn't live to see it, but it was because of his work, because of his efforts and the money he put in was able to sustain all this time. And, and one fact about the moon landing bill is that uh, Buzz Aldrin and, and Neil Armstrong, they left a packet up there, Bill, on the moon to honor the Soviet astronauts that died um, in their attempts to go to space. Okay. You know, and, and, the, before Kennedy was assassinated, his on his trip to Dallas, the day before, he was in San Antonio, Texas, and um, he was at Brooks Air Force Base, and he was promoting this, going to the moon. And he was talking to the Space Medicine Center there, and he was uh, talking about health care and CAT scans and dialysis machines, and that all those things were spinoffs of the same technology we're using to go to space. And, you know, the same technologies used to develop them. So, you know, you got to give uh, LBJ credit, too, because we bash. I mean, I bash LBJ constantly on the show, but right. I got to give him a little credit here because he continued JFK's policies. And, you know, I think, you know, besides the space program and civil rights, you know, it probably was, you know, he changed everything else. Right. So maybe he could just stand on his high horse and say, hey, I, you know, continuing Kennedy space program and civil rights, but you know, and then you wouldn't look at he's changing everything else, but I do got to give him some credit for that because, you know, he continued that bill. 
Yeah. But yeah. in in the thing is in 67, Bill, there was a disaster, the Apollo one. Right. You know, and, and it blows up, three astronauts die. And this is when a lot of people came out against the bill. Like a lot of people didn't like it to begin with. Now you have a lot of, um, you know, anti uh, space people out there. And the thing is what JFK put into place sustained and Johnson to his credit, even during the Vietnam war. Cause remember bill uh, America's in a bad place during this time period, you know, like America, the Vietnam war is raging out of control. We talked yeah. about that. We had two shows on that. Right. And, and this, when, when they finally get to the moon in 69, this was the sense of pride that the country really needed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's amazing, Bill, that it happened. It happened under Richard Nixon because he really didn't really care too much for the space program, much like Eisenhower didn't. And he, he did a lot of cuts on the space on NASA, but we still were able to sustain and get there. Mm-hmm. And, and when we did, Bill, Nixon gives a speech and he never mentions JFK, if you could believe that. That's that's a shame. That was well, that. that's Nixon. Yeah. But the thing is, NASA did, Bill. NASA mentioned him. Right. And they said, you know, because they knew without JFK, this wouldn't happen. And, right. and right. once they came back, Mission Control put up JFK's pledge from the speech in May of 61. And, you know, underneath, they put task accomplished, Mr. President. You know, and, and it, like I said, this was a sense of pride because it was during the Vietnam War. Yeah. You know, and, and even during the Vietnam War, Johnson was able to keep the NASA budget on track. And in, in 67, he proposed an outer space treaty, which barred uh, put nuclear weapons up there and other objects on the moon. You know, but Nixon cut the budget. And, and to go back before Kennedy... You know, nobody really cared about space. Eisenhower didn't really believe in it. He didn't He didn't want to put any money into that. And, you know, NASA was really created under him, but it was really for, like, weather satellites and spy satellites. He never – Eisenhower never believed that, you know, going to the moon would be possible. You know, but Kennedy, to his credit, he, he, he always believed that. And it's amazing, Bill, that he said – he said, we're going to go to the moon by the end of the decade when the technology wasn't there. Mm-hmm. You know, so he put the money in, he put the education to make sure that the technology would be there by the end of the decade. And it was. Yeah. And it's just an amazing. I think that's one of Kennedy's accomplishments that because it didn't happen, he wasn't able to see it. And it didn't happen during his presidency, the moon landing. I mean, that, you know, I don't think he gets the credit he should get for the space program. What, what do you think about that? Oh, I agree, because. You know, he he was he was dead by that point, I think. And and you know, Nixon not mentioning him certainly doesn't help. But I think, you know, we have we have the Kennedy Space Center. Um and sure. you know, and I think I think that's a, a fitting tribute. Um, but you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I I still I do hear that that speech that he gave um at, at Rice University. I hear yeah, that this speech. And you know, you just you think about those things. I remember um, when the when the space show when the first shuttle uh, uh, took off, you know, from from uh, the Kennedy Space Center, and that you know that was one of my earliest memories of something so significant happening, and that kind of started my um, I don't want to say fascination, but but definitely appreciation for the space program, and. 
you know, just reading about it and reading about, you know, how, how, how much Kennedy did. And then you also, you, you think about it, Sean, and I don't, I mean, I don't have any thing in front of me. I don't have any research, but you think about how much of the technology that we have today. I mean, just look at our, you know, at our phones, things, our computers, things that we use every day, how much of those things came about because of all of the money and the research and everything that was. Yeah. Great point. That this, you know, this initiative to get, to you know, to try it as fast as we could. To- well, he he mentioned he mentioned like healthcare, Kennedy, like how like the CAT scans and all that technology was the same technology. Yeah. So you're right. Like how much other technology that got advanced because of what we put into you know the same development for the space program. Yeah. I mean that's a great point. You know. Yep. And and Kennedy believed in it. He put in a ton of money and. He never backed down, you know, he never backed down from it. And um, I will give Johnson credit, though. Johnson saw it through, you know, because once the Vietnam War starts raging, Bill, and Johnson was so into that, he could have definitely cut the budget on it. And he didn't. So as much as we bash him, and I, I you know, I never, I said a lot of bad things about Johnson, and I, I still think he was not a good president, but um, I, I got to give him credit there. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. So before we build, before we move on, is there anything? Because I think we have to end this discussion, Bill. There's no way to avoid the the gorilla in the room, Bill. We gotta address the UFO phenomenon. You know, even if it's just for a few minutes. I think, you know, when you're talking space, you have to you have to talk about what's going on right now because sure. you got these space balloons and you got the government admitting there's UFOs. Uh, and I said this before, Bill. The government won't admit that Oswald is innocent, but they're admitting that UFOs is, is a real thing they can't explain. Right. It's amazing. It's like they're they're gonna one day they're gonna bring out uh the Loch Ness monster, Bigfoot, in, in a gray <laughs> alien at a press conference, and they still say Oswald is guilty. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. But the the UFO phenomenon, Bill, is something that I've always been interested in. And you know, I I you know, because Nate the Great is so into science. We watch a lot of science shows. We watch, you know, how the universe is made and stuff. And I understand that how massive the universe is and that, you know, there has to be other life out there somewhere. But I don't subscribe to, you know, that these these aliens are trying here to colonize the planet. I mean, what are they waiting for? Right. You know, I think a lot of this is government technology that we shouldn't have. And it could be like we're or, or that you know, they don't let us know that we have, it's more advanced than what we're, we're known to have. And maybe even like the air force doesn't realize that like, this could be like the air force going back to project blue book, investigating the UFO phenomenon. And here the CIA is running uh, another operation, you know, that they don't know about on the, under their books, you know, of technology using technology that's very advanced that the rest of the world doesn't know we have. And even our own parts of our own government don't know. You know what I'm saying? And that's where I think a lot of this stuff falls. I think it's the government. I think it goes back to the government screwing around. What do you think? I don't know. I, you know me, Sean, I, I'm, I'm more of a, uh, a realist. And, and I always think there's some logical explanation for what people are seeing, for what, you know, what's going on out there. Is it, could it be, I mean, is, is I, I'm not, you know, not uh, narrow-minded enough to think that we're the only 
living beings in the entire universe. They're, I'm sure we're a very tiny fraction of, of existence of life, but I still need to see evidence of it. I still well, sure. I totally agree. And, and the eyes. thing is, Bill, the universe is so massive. I mean, sure. you know, for another alien life to, to get to, to where we are, I mean, the technology they would have to have would be so advanced. I mean, it's just, you know, it's not it, like you said, show me the proof. Right. You know, and a lot of this stuff, though, Bill, a lot of this stuff could be explained, I think. But then there's a lot of these sightings and stuff that they can't explain. And I really think a lot of it is is the government has technology. Like some of this could be high level drones. Right. That they have, you know, right. like a lot of these sightings, I think, are drones, Bill. When they see all these different lights in the sky and stuff. I mean, we have a lot of technology, Bill, that I don't think, you know, that that like at skunk works in area 51 there's definitely stuff there that the government doesn't want you know the rest of the world to know they have and and that wouldn't surprise me and and when you i've heard people make the argument well you know if, if aliens were going to come wouldn't they send large ships wouldn't they come here in mass and and i think to myself well what are we doing like we're we're sending these tiny little rovers to mars right right i mean that's that's all we can do right now so maybe that's all you know, these other species can do, they, they can send out these little rovers or, or little, like you said, drones to, to different parts of, of the, of the universe. And so that maybe that's what we're looking at, but I don't know. I, I and again, I, I will certainly default to defer to birds and, and what they tell me, I guess I'll have to believe because I don't really have a choice, but I would like to see when I, if, if there are, these explained, these, these uh, explained, you know, craft that are out there that can do things that possibly create. Well, sure, they have that so. one from that that Navy ship, Bill, and and it was it was going at speeds and directions that you know, you know, not not possible, right? And, know, and so I, there is stuff. What's yeah, that? I've seen the the video. I've seen the the footage, and yeah, it's it's amazing. And it's just, it's amazing, though, that the government comes out and they say, you know, we have this stuff now after really ridiculing UFOs for, you know, 100 years. Now, all of a sudden, you know, there's stuff out there we can't explain. And they're admitting it. So, so to me, Bill, the cynic in me, I'm thinking they're they're misdirecting from somewhere else. Like there's something else they're trying to cover for mm -hmm. that they don't want us to know about. You know, that's that's what I think. Well, as, as Fox Mulder says, the truth is out there. The truth there. is out there. <laughs> and that was a great show. The X-Files was a great show. But if if you're, you know, you know, thinking that any of that is, is factual, I mean, come on. Right. You know, show me the evidence, Bill. That's what I would see. Show me the evidence. Exactly. That's what I say. So we had a touch on that, Billy, you know, and, and maybe down the road we could do a show on, you know, the MJ-12 and the UFO phenomenon because Dulles's name comes up in all this UFO cover-up stuff and mm -hmm. James Angleton and people we talk about, E. Howard Hunt. You know their their names come up all the time. Yeah, uh, Curtis LeMay, but um, you know, but getting back to to the point, you know, JFK, the space program, Bill, what a, a tremendous accomplishment! And and like you said, what about the spinoff technology that we use to do this? It was the same development, you know, right. and all the stuff that we have today, CAT scans and dialysis machines, and Things who knows, maybe our phones and everything, Billy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, you know, he believed in it. He put the money into it. He put the, the money in the education technology and uh, he built up NASA. 
And, you know, he, we got a guy on the moon, Bill. And it's a point of pride for us. It's a point of pride for sure, our, our especially country. during Vietnam, Bill. Right. Yeah. You know, that was important to happen during the Vietnam War because the, the, the morale in the country was so bad, you know, and, and you know, you're going to have these people that say that the whole thing was faked. I mean, we had the technology because JFK put the money into it and he put the education into it and he put the emphasis on doing it by the end of the decade. Yeah. That was the the point he wanted. To, he had, it had to be done by the end of the decade, you know, and, and we did it. Yep. You know, and, and the astronauts, they're just amazing people, Bill. And, and JFK understood that. So, you know, it's good to talk about some some really positive stuff for a change, Bill. You know, instead of all the negative stuff we always talk about. All right. Good job, Sean. I, I enjoyed that. It's good, uh, good discussion. Good, good topic. And if anybody gets a chance, you could look up the 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 documents, and I could send it to anybody that they want them uh, with James Webb from NASA talking to JFK because. Everybody should read them, Billy. I mean, it's just fascinating back and forth between the two of them because mm-hmm. here you have the head of NASA who didn't believe that we could get to the moon, and he didn't even want to try. He wanted to put you know, the emphasis in satellites, and we shouldn't be even wasting our time with this. And Kennedy was so strict in his, his belief that, no, well, this is what we're doing, and you better get on board. Mm-hmm. And it's just great back and forth between the two of them. And then I would have loved to heard that discussion between him and Warner Von Braun because that had to be one of the most difficult conversations, you know, to talk about his own brother. I can't even imagine. Nah, unbelievable. But again, that's a leader, Bill. Right. That's what we're lacking, I think, ever since. Ever right. since that assassination, we're lacking. It's somebody who put the greater good yep ahead of his own and his own party and you know yeah that's that's right that's exactly it wasn't right. about republican democrat it wasn't about even america and soviet union it was you know the, for the good of humanity right advancing society yeah yep so all right buddy anything before we wrap it up oh good job good job as always sean all right buddy all right all right everybody. that's that's enough out of you, all those uh, moon landing fake people out there. <laughs> That's enough out of you. Have a good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs>